Rebels, and welcome to Season 2 of the Rebel and Reawaken podcast. I come to you today with some exciting news. I've done some thinking and reflecting, and Rebel and Reawaken coaching and podcast will now become Bella Grace Life Coaching and Bella Grace Podcast. I have forever been drawn to the term name, whatever, um, Bella Grace, and I always thought that I would have another child, another daughter, another son, but it just wasn't in the cards for me. I always said that if I had another daughter, her name would be Bella Grace because it's beautiful grace that has carried my daughter and I through the trials of this life, and I wanted the name to serve as a reminder that no matter how hard life gets, no matter how far you wander, and no matter how far you fall, grace is always there to bring you back. Over the last year, Rebel and Reawaken Coaching and Podcast has been like my child. I have been growing it and loving it and nurturing it and trying to shape it into something meaningful and purposeful. It's for this reason that I felt that Bella Grace was the most fitting name for this brainchild of mine. The mission of Bella Grace is to empower you to embrace the beautiful grace that can be found in recovering your authentic self. It is so easy to get caught up in life and just get swept away by the currents of life. And before you know it, you've drifted off course and you can't really pinpoint how you got where you are. We start living life on autopilot and just take each day in survival mode, but that doesn't have to be how your story goes. You can choose today to stop living on autopilot and start living on purpose with purpose. I spent 12 years growing a career path that I thought I loved, but it left me feeling depleted and unfulfilled. I felt like I was missing out on using my skills and passions to help others, so I drowned my boredom in a bottle of wine almost every night. I wasn't depressed. I wasn't failing. I was just bored. I was watching my dreams grow dust in the corner, so I decided to do a dry August and give up booze for 30 days. Here we are, two years and five months later, and I still haven't had another drink. I know that Dry January has grown in popularity and the Sober Curious movement is making an impact all over the world. So I want to take just a minute and explain why Dry January is a good idea based on research and my own experience. Why is Dry January so popular? Probably because so many people have a desire to start fresh at the beginning of the year. It's a chance to have a clean, refresh date. Um, People tend to focus more on their mental health and physical health at the beginning of the year. It's why we see a spike in gym memberships in January. We see the beginning of the year as a chance to hit the refresh button. So why is uh, dry January, sorry, um, a good thing and who should do it? So it gives you some time to truly reflect on how much you drink and why. It gives your body a chance to detoxify itself. It can provide mental clarity, increased energy, improved sleep, improved mood, possible weight loss. Let's face it. Once you hit 24 years old, the days of bouncing back from a night of drinking are a thing of the past. 
Um, It slowly begins to take longer and longer to recover from those happy hour cocktails or late night glasses of wine that you use to unwind. So participating in dry January is a chance to wake up feeling refreshed, reset, and ready to take on the world. When I decided to take a month off from booze, I realized that I was drinking way more than I thought. I would start making dinner and immediately reach for a wine glass. I would sit down after dinner and start thinking about what I could mix up to sip on while I was watching TV with my husband. We would have plans to go over to a friend's house for a Sunday afternoon hangout, and I would immediately start feeling dread in the pit of my stomach. When I did a little bit more digging, I realized that I was dreading the shame, regret, and hangover that would normally happen on Monday after a Sunday hangout with the friend group. I realized that my reaching for a wine glass was out of pure habit. I realized that I didn't even really want a cocktail to watch TV. I was just looking for something to have in my hand. In those early days, instead of mixing a cocktail, I would mix up water infused with fruit or herbs and sit down on the couch with my little mocktail, and I rarely even finished it. Um, It helped me realize that this, too, was simply a ritual born out of habit. During the um, initial dry month, I realized that I was spending so much time stressing about what I would drink that wouldn't get me drunk or give me a hangover. I realized I was drinking simply because it was expected. I was expected to partake in certain behaviors simply because it was a social norm, not really because it was something I wanted to do. I had allowed booze to control my social life, my relaxing time, and my Saturday mornings, my Sunday mornings, my Monday mornings, and whatever other day of the week it was that I ended up drinking um, simply because drinking was the thing to do when I was socializing, bored, or relaxing. During dry January, I realized that without alcohol, I actually slept well. I wasn't getting up in the middle of the night to reach for that water bottle that I kept by the side of my bed to soothe that sandpapery feeling that was left by the dehydrating effects of alcohol. And I started having vivid dreams again. Did you know that dreams are are an important part of restful and restorative sleep, but drugs and alcohol hinder your ability to have regular dreams? Binge drinking has been linked to affecting your serotonin levels for up to a week. So while you may think that booze helps you sleep, it's actually having a negative impact on your sleep cycle. If you aren't sleeping well, you're likely to feel irritable, cranky, and moody the next day. So imagine the effects of having your sleep disrupted by alcohol multiple times a week. Yeah. It's easy to see how dry January and giving your sleeping self a break to get some actual sleep can help improve your mood. Drinking alcohol can have negative effects on all of your organs. It can affect your mental health, your physical health, and cause hormonal imbalances. Heavy drinking categorized as 15 or more drinks a week for men or eight drinks or more a week for women can lead to brain shrinkage. Yeah, it can shrink your brain. It can lead to long-term memory issues and increased in estrogen, which has been linked to breast cancer. 
a decrease in testosterone, it can lead to liver disease and so many other issues. So giving your body a 30-day break to detoxify itself without the constant refilling of booze into your system is a win-win, right? And last but not least, dry January may result in weight loss. Yep, I said it. A can of beer has about 150 calories on average, and that adds up fast. I know I rarely ever drank one can of beer, um, but if I wanted to burn off 150 calories, I would have to run a mile. That's a mile long run worth of booze in that can of beer. I can make an entire episode on uh, booze and sugar cravings, and maybe I will. But today, I'm just going to stick to the fact that booze is high in calories. Cutting out those calories for 30 days might offer a few pounds up for sacrifice, and I think that in and of itself is reason enough to give dry January a chance. Regardless of why you are contemplating giving dry January a chance, I want to encourage you to do it. It just might end up being the most rewarding 30 days of your life. I know it was for me. That 30 days transformed the way that I thought about alcohol. It thought about the way that I thought about coping. It changed the way I dealt with my emotions. It changed the way I relaxed in the evening. It changed the way I related to people. There are so many changes that came out of my dry August. Mine wasn't a dry January, it was a dry August, but I just want to encourage you to take that step. I know it's the fourth, but hey, it's still early in the month. Do it, do it, do it until February 4th. Hop on now, hop on the wagon and enjoy a dry January. So if you are participating in dry January, I want to take this time to Um, and you want to take this time to do a deep dive into your own growth and healing, I want to offer my course to you for free. It is a six-week course. It is called Cultivating an Abundantly Fulfilling Life in Recovery. It is an opportunity to explore the things that set your soul on fire, the things that influences influence the choices that you make, and it can help you make a plan for kicking your life into high gear so that you can live on purpose with purpose. Um, as always, be well, be kind, and may you find some joy this week. The link to the course will be in the show notes. Okay, bye. Have a great week.